Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Wednesday, October the 28th of 2020, day 302 of the year, and only 64 days to go. Anyways, how are you? How are things going in your neck of the woods, out and about, doing all the fun stuff that you want to be doing, hopefully? Anyway, so how are you? How's it been? How's it hanging? (laughs) how were things in your neck of the woods yeah a lot of fun over the last little bit that's for sure um some interesting things already going on inside of this new world of safety of ours a lot of interesting things coming out and about and moving around and you know all that kind of fun stuff it's always interesting to see uh you know people snorting coke in virtual lounges you know stuff like that all kinds of fun stuff what yeah. Uh, so anyway, so if you're kind of new to the show, let me kind of give you the, the lay of the land of what's exactly going on here today. So let me kind of give it to you from the top. The way that it works is what we kind of go through and talk about the different things that are going on inside of the world of the news. Yeah, that does happen. And then as we go about it, we talk about the different things. And then I give you my spin. We have some professional broadcasters that come out and about and talk about some other things as well. 
And then that way we can have that sequences um, because I always think that those things are important. That way that ha- that's information is readily available and there. Um, so as we talk about it, always some interesting stuff going on. Uh, let's kind of do the uh, the screen capture here today because I think that this is going to be important. Yeah, going to do the different camera angle. Hi, this is what the world looks like from my point of view or your point of view. Or someone's point of view, that's for sure. A little hint of the green screen over there. Yeah, so I don't know. If you kind of hang out with us and you see the different things that we do here, we do do some different odd things inside of this studio, that's for sure. But anyways, that's not important. Let's talk about the things that are important. You're here for the news. You're here for the different things that we have going on. So let's talk about those, and let's start off with, you know, what's trending as of right now. So today's Wednesday. What we talk about on Wednesdays is exactly what's going on inside of the world of books. So let's talk about some books real quick about what's going on. So let's talk about the fiction category and go from there. So giving you the top five, according to the New York Times bestsellers list, at some point, I'm hoping to see a safety book inside of the New York Times five bestsellers list. I don't see how that's going to happen, but I'm hoping one day. Anyways, let's go from number five, Troubles in Paradise. Number four, The Evening and the Morning. Number three, The Searchers. Number two, The Return. Number one, A Time for Messy! So there you go. That is in the fiction category. In the nonfiction category, here's what we got. Number five, Blackout. Number four, Killing Crazy Horse. Number three, Untamed. Number two, Is This Anything? And then number one is Cast. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there inside of the world of books. Because, you know, that's what we're always talking about. So I have to tell you, here's the fun part. I'm going to tell you some stuff. Probably don't know if I should say it. But guess what? That's what I do. So we kind of have this exclusive list of people that we hang out with and share, share some stuff with and tell, you know, some different things. Um, so let me talk about this. If we tell you that we're showing you a sneak peek of something (laughs) that's exactly what it is it's a sneak peek it doesn't mean that it's being released today just something to think about just in case wanted to share that with you uh had some people hit me back up on some sneak peek stuff that we were doing before the show and they were like hey is this gonna be on the show today no it's not on the show today that's why it's called a sneak peek um we got some weird stuff going on here i'm just gonna tell you We've been working on some things here that I'm pretty excited about, but I'm definitely way too soon to start talking about this, even though I did let some things out about it. But we'll talk about it really, really soon. I want to get past Halloween and Election Day, and then we'll go from there. Here we go. Harry Potter and the recordable injury. I like it. I like it. I like the idea. Sounds like a whole new show. Maybe we can have somebody dress up as a wizard and do it. I think it'd be pretty cool. Anyway, so let me not bore you too much with my nonsense as we start off, because, you know, we always have time to do that. Um, So let me get you into some feature story news, and then we'll get you moving and grooving. And that's the way that it'll ring. Here is the news on the Raising Our Safety Show. From feature story news in London, I'm Benji Hire. France and Germany will announce new measures to tackle the second wave of coronavirus. French President Emmanuel Macron is giving a televised address on Wednesday evening, with a full nationwide lockdown being considered. Meanwhile, Belgium is now officially the bloc's worst coronavirus hotspot and could announce a new lockdown this weekend. Lucy Hoff is our Europe correspondent reporting from the Belgian capital, Brussels. 
France has been hit by a brutal second wave of the virus with an estimated 100,000 cases per day. There is a sense of lockdown fatigue with unrest seen on the streets of Germany and particularly Italy, where water cannons were used against demonstrators in Rome on Tuesday evening, where hundreds turned out on the streets to demonstrate the new restrictions put in place there this week. In Belgium, the healthcare system is now overrun with a peak of 689 hospitals admissions in a single day on Tuesday, surpassing the last peak from the first wave in the spring. Medics in the city of Liège are being told to come into work if they've tested positive but are not showing symptoms. The Kremlin has expressed regret that Joe Biden spread hate of Russia. The claim comes as the US presidential candidate called Russia the greatest threat to American security. Julia Chapman has more from Moscow. In his daily call with journalists, presidential spokesman Dmitry Peskov said the Kremlin disagreed with Joe Biden's assessment of the threat of Russia. He said, we can only regret that absolute hatred of the Russian Federation is spread in this way. The response came a week ahead of the US presidential election. In recent days, some analysts have observed a softening of the Kremlin's position towards Joe Biden, leading to speculation that Russia is expecting the Democratic candidate to win. A Biden administration is expected to take a tougher stance on Russia, but be more willing to engage on arms control than Donald This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. You know, I try and I try and I try and they just fail me over and over again. And I just don't know what to do anymore. You know? At what point do you just give up on people or really systems or really something else? I don't know. This weird camera view thing. Somebody told me I should probably hold the phone up from every, every once in a while. Yeah, this one right here is recorded directly off of a phone. You want to see something weird? There you go. How about that one? That's a strange view. Yeah, I know that this is not very, um, you know, very good for the people that are hanging out on the podcast or on the radio show. Anyways, I did talk about that on Monday. So very kind of weird stuff. Don't know what happened on Monday of last week. 10,000 people on the radio station at one time for this show. So I don't know. What did I, what did I talk about? Because I want to know. Because I definitely have lost it. Um, but anyways, that's not important. A couple of different things. Yes, we did have the dropout once again. Don't know what the hell is going on. I think we're going to go to 30 seconds. I mean, we went from five minutes to three minutes. 30 seconds, it seems like the normal thing that we should do. That's what normally plays on the radio station, in case you did not know that. But some other portions real quick. I love the text message box, or excuse me, the text messages on my phone. Pedro wanting to know in what's the what's the inside. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is he's saying, hey, I, I hope you're cool with me sharing this because I already I am letting this out of the bag. He's like, is there anything I can help with? You just don't know it, my friend. You already have. And we'll get to that later. Anyway, so a lot of interesting things going on today inside of the world. So as we talk about the different things that are going on inside of the world today, let's talk about it once again because it's important. So we need to make sure that we reference it as much as possible. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, today's Wednesday. (laughs) In less than six days, we're going to have an election. You have the option of voting early or Voting on the day of. 
Let your vote count, regardless of who you're voting for. Please. I'm just going to ask you as a favor. And I think it's so important to be able to do that, to go out and vote, which some people, you know, like, don't like, whatever. I'm going to say the same thing over and over again. If you like the dude that's inside of the office right now, vote for him. If you don't like the dude that's in the office right now, vote for the other guy. Just vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just do it. Wear that little sticker with pride that says, I voted today. That's all I'm asking for. Because I I will tell you this still. (laughs) I still don't think we're going to know on Tuesday the 3rd that night who won. I really don't. I hope I'm wrong. Um, But at least do your part and vote. I think it's so important for the republic the democracy, whatever the hell you want to call it, whatever whatever suits you. But look at it that way. A lot of interesting things going on right now, of course, in the world of politics. We could probably sit here all day, talk about it. I'll tell you, I look at the different shows that are on Fox, that are on MSNBC, CNN, and so on, and they talk about politics for hours on end. That's just not my gig. Um, <laughs> some people wish that it was my gig. Some people just wish that I would shut up, but I have a hard time with either one of it. So... Anyways, that's the way that it goes. Yeah, you're welcome for the shout out. You're welcome for the shout out. This is all private messaging that is going on behind the scene. I love that guy. I really like that guy. Don't tell him though. Might get to his head. I always get worried about that stuff. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> you're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, a mom code in Utah is keeping school children from being tested for COVID. According to a new report, a local news outlet reported that groups of parents are refusing to allow their kids to be tested for the virus in an attempt to keep schools open and avoid quarantines. One parent told the station the parents are saying, let's not test just so they don't have to worry about shutting down the sports teams, calling the code a disgrace. Officials said they were aware of parents encouraging others not to have their kids tested, but were unaware of the actions being taken. So there you go. There you go. As head starts to inflate, uh-oh, I, and being as it doesn't say who it is, I'm going to make an assumption here on who it is. But look at that. Now, I'll tell you, and don't get me wrong when I say this, I love my my people from Texas, but somebody that tells me something like this, if they didn't tell me the state, I would have never guessed it was Utah. Never guessed it was Utah, for sure. Um, just saying, just throwing that out there, just for the sake of doing so. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff, that's for sure, as we talk about it. Um, so a lot of, <laughs> I don't know, Do you, wh- how do you feel about the kids being tested? And I know that we can talk about a lot of different stuff there. Do you think they should, or do you think that it should be school as is, or do you look at it and go, well, children are adaptable, and they should be able to be okay with it. But what you tend to forget is that when you turn this around and say, okay, we're not going to have the kids tested, that way school remains open, they're going to bring it back home, and I got bad news for you. If you have children, you're older than them. Just throwing that out there. So what do you think is going to happen next? And then, of course, there's the whole conversation of age demographic if you hit into that demo. But, hey, it is what it is, and that's the way you have to look at it. Now, that's my opinion, and that's what's going on here because 
this is my show. So we get to talk about my opinion. Isn't that, isn't that funny? And then some people pop in the box and give me their opinion, which they can't agree and disagree. And that's cool, too. Anyways, experts are weighing in on the, on the viral mouthwash study conducted by the researchers at Penn State College of Medicine. The study, which was recently published in the Journal of Medical Virology, found that mouthwash and other oral rinses can inactivate the human coronavirus with the results of the study authors hypothesizes that the dental products could help slow down the spread of COVID-19. Now, remember, we did talk about this about a week ago or so, give or take, despite the oral hygiene products inactivating greater than 99.9% of the virus after only 30 seconds of contact, experts are, are warning that findings should be overinterpreted. One expert noted that while the product could theoretically reduce the viral load of oral cavity, the rinse cannot stop the virus from replicating the cells within the body. So there you go. A little bit more information because you know that somebody went out there and let's just go by name because I, I like the product. Somebody took a shower in Listerine. Just had to happen. Took a bath in Listerine, put it in every orifice possible inside of their body, and said, hey, we're going to stick Listerine where the sun don't shine and try to get all this stuff out. You know it happened. You, we can sit here and pretend like it didn't, but we know that it did somewhere. Someone had to do it. This is where I say don't make stupid people popular. Don't wave back at me when I said that. That's terrible. But think about it. You know that when you hear studies like this, and this is all, all joking aside for a moment. People take these tests so serious about what these data sets are and these things that are hypothesized in regards of what they should do. Is it accurate? No. Is it inaccurate? No. How can it be no on both? It's a hypothesis. And you take the data and then you replace the data with accurate information as you move forward, known as a model. Voila. Here we go. Haven't we saved it all now? Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, some more information right away for you. Two firefighters were gravely injured fighting the Silverado fire in Irvine, California. The Los Angeles Times reports that two firefighters, 26 and 31 years of age, are currently intubated at the orange county global medical center they both suffered second and third degree burns over 50 percent of their bodies the fire which started on monday had burned over 7,200 acres in less than 24 hours over 100,000 have been evacuated from the city of irvine so here we go once again talking about some different things that are going on. We talk about it as safety professionals. We talk about it as people inside of the safety world. We even talk about it sometimes as outsiders. But look at this real quick. Less than 24 hours talking about 7,200 acres, 100,000 people being evacuated, too severely injured. How do you plan for something like this? Boom. So here's my question for you. You're in Irvine, California. Hypothetical. Right now. Here we go. You work at X place. You have to make sure that your workers are secure getting the hell out of there because the area needs to be evacuated. Give me the plan. Give me the plan. Do you have one? How do you get this information across? How do you get the people out? How do you get the people from not coming in? These are the questions that we talk about all the time. You have to have a plan for these things. 
in that area, you would expect that this is something that you would expect to occur because of fires being so predominant in that area. Like I will tell you here in Florida, when we're talking about stuff, we have plans about, guess what? Hurricanes. When I was in Texas, we had a lot of plans related to tornadoes. So what is the plan? Remember, these plans have to be adjusted to the area that you're living in. This is what we have to talk about all the time. And of course, we can talk about my favorite thing of all, the hazard matrix. Possibility, influence, what would occur, that fun stuff. What are you going to do? And maybe that's where the conversation starts. Because here's the thing. Do you have a power dialer? Do you have a way of doing mass communication in one instance? Like I'll tell you here, the public school district, the moment they hit one button, I get a text message, an email, and a phone call. Boom. All that quick because that's how they're set up. Unfortunate to some, fortunate for others. In this case, it's a priority. It's a priority to have that conversation. How do you set it up? How is the plan in place? And don't tell me somebody has to go read a manual. If that's the case, that's not a plan, because how are you communicating that? Who are the people that are set up as the center of command to move forward with X? And if I'm telling you command center and you have no plan or program set up in place related to that, give me a call. We probably should make some plans for you. That's what I'm saying for now. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, the NASDAQ gained 72 points while the Dow slipped 222 points. And the S&P fell about 10 points on Tuesdays. Consumer confidence data was reported worse than the forecast for October. Meanwhile, the House Speaker and Treasury Secretary failed yet again to reach an agreement on economic stimulus. Both themes seem to be guided by the downward trends of the market. Technology stocks lifted the NASDAQ. Microsoft rose about 1.5% in anticipation of their earning reports being released after closing bell on Tuesday. Well, I hope things went well, because supposedly today's uh, Bill Gates' birthday, but we'll talk about that later, of course. So here we go. We're talking about the markets again. We're talking about these different things. Do you realize that right now, if you were just living off that stimulus alone, and that's what you had to live on, I had the math calculated, I think it was like through yesterday, and the math was something stupid. And I mean like stupid, stupid, where I think the math was allocated to, right? okay, yeah, about $5.58 a day if you got the 1200 bucks. And I know that's rough to talk about, but it's the reality side of it. I don't know what kind of food you can get, what kind of living you can do off of $5.58 if that's what your life was depending on. But it's a realistic conversation. And we can look at stocks and bonds and blah, 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 blah. 
But there's people that are still out there that are suffering. And I'll tell you, like I told you a couple of weeks ago, there's certain things that we can do to help people. Let's just be realistic. It's the reality side of, of the thing. Sure, that money amount that I was telling you has lowered since then, but $5.58 over the, over the 1200 bucks, just not going to cut it. And, of course, we can have that whole weird conversation we were having yesterday of people sitting back and, you know, hey, taking advantage of the government and all that. There's some places that that's not the case. There's some people that are going through true struggles. And it's a weird conversation. And I was like, how the hell is this a safety show? It's a reality-based show, too. Let's talk about it. This is what's going on inside of the real world. Not everybody's, you know, banging it out there. Not everybody's making a fortune in these interesting times. There's some people that I talked to that they were telling me that they're doing a lot of their work remote and a lot of their money is coming from abroad than instead of the U.S. I have some people that say, if I am not able to physically go to work day in and day out, I cannot work. There is not a remote option. And then there's others that says, there is nothing I can find. $5.58 is not going to cut it. We can joke, play, and do whatever. $5.58. That's something to think about, don't you think? You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf activated the Pennsylvania National Guard yesterday in anticipation of a violent night protest following the police shooting of a black man in Philadelphia. The move may have shocked other governors that have been hesitant to slow to mobilize the troop amid unrest in their cities. Walter Wallace, 27, was shot on Monday by two officers who responded to a domestic violence call. After being asked to drop his weapon, he charged the officers with a knife, and they both fired approximately seven rounds. One of the officers then put Wallace in his police car and drove him to the hospital. The shooting ignited a night of violent protests on Monday evening that saw 30 officers injured and eight police vehicles damaged. So here we go again. Here we go again, having that conversation about guns and violence and things going on in the streets. And I know conversations need to be had. Things need to be spoken about. He charged a cop with a knife. It's kind of a weird thing because what do you do? What do you do there? I mean, there's two cops, don't get me wrong, and so it is a conversation piece, that's for sure. They told you to put it down. Is it justifiable? I mean, what do you do in the sense of panic? Keep in mind, we can always be Monday morning quarterbacks. It's real easy to do. But what's going on in the time time stamp at that moment? What can you do? What can you change? How do you move forward? Really? Let's not sit back and glorify, oh, the police did the wrong thing. Oh, the police did the right thing. No, we don't know what the hell happened. There's going to be a body cam. And then you have to remember some different aspects here. How do you act when you get nervous about things? 
how do you react to those things? Because that's the conversation. The conversation isn't hindsight is always 2020, even though it's being 2020. That's a whole other question. But there's always context. The context, what drove the consequence, the whole freaking thing, and how it occurred with the event. Maybe that's the way we should look at some of this stuff, opposed to it just being, it's the police officer's fault. It's not the police officer's fault. It's the it's the guy's fault. It's There's so many things. Then you see this turnaround here. You see the turnaround of what happened in the street. Regardless, there is no justification of 30 officers being injured. And one can talk then about, well, what about the vehicles that were that were actually damaged? Really no justification for that either. There is a right to protest, but that's it. You're protesting. Does it have to turn violent? Why is it that every time now the word protest comes about, the violence kind of goes with it? And this goes back to what we were talking about a few moments ago. How do you prepare your staff not to go to work if these things are happening on the roadways that would normally get them to your to their job? Just a conversation. Just asking. Not asking for a friend. Asking for myself. Anyways, let's continue. When all else fails, blast the Gilligan Islands theme song. Here we go. Despite be- <laughs> dispute between Bill Gross and his next door neighbor over a million dollar outdoor sculpture has turned nasty, leading to calls to the police, multiple legal actions taken, along obscene playing of the theme song of the 1960s hit series, Gilligan's Island. What monstrous... <laughs> monstrosity could cause such a ruckus a 20 foot long blue glass installation of compete with a pole and netting structure to protect it with a tech entrepreneur and neighbor of to gross mark claims blocks his view so there you go that's what's going on with the world of gilligan's island to play that as a theme song man i don't know i would say probably call a good lawyer I've won most of the biggest cases in this state. And because of that, people think I'm out of reach for them. But the fact is that Figer Law takes on all kinds of cases, big and small. No one else tries more auto cases than us. We get results and no one pays until we win. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, my good old friends. Anyways, a man in critical condition after being attacked by a shark while fishing in the Great Barrier Reef. The paramedics who responded to the scene called for the man's industry as catastrophic, saying that the shark bit him almost through his thigh. The 59-year-old was airlifted to Townsville Hospital, where he underwent emergency surgery and remains in critical condition, according to Reuters. So there you go. I swear we talk about so many different things here. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Okay, now that there's anybody being bitten by a shark is a laughing matter, so let's just make sure that I'm clear here. I just want to make sure that we talk about this because there's so many things that you can and cannot plan for. I mean... Holy crap! 
been through the lake. Now, there, of course, like always, there's always more to every story than what just meets the eye. So let's continue. The Washington State Department of Agriculture reports that there will be not able to retrieve the queen hornet from the nest that they were set out to destroy. The official WSDA said that the tracker where they recently placed in the murder hornets was also unable to retreat to be retrieved, meaning there was more than just her majesty still stuck in the tree trunk. Ten officials snuck out the crack of the dawn on Saturday, hoping to catch the hornets off guard by wrapping them in the, oh my God, around the surrounding area of their nest, wrapping it in plastic, filling it with a substance, and then sucking it out. Not smoking them out. They said sucking it out. Okay. While officials noted that they would not be able to get a good haul, they don't believe that their work is done as they are likely other nests that need to be located in the state. So there you go. There you go. Some more information about murder hornets. So there you go. A lot of stuff there going on. That's for sure. So let's continue down the path here. The U.S. Marshals in Ohio rescued 45 missing children and 109 additional human trafficking survivors during Operation Autumn Hope. Ohio Attorney General David Yost said 76 missing and exploited children cases were cleared, including 45 by physical recovery by the U.S. Marshals. A total, are you ready for this, of 179 arrests were made on the slew of charges. So thank God for that one. Great news to hear that right there. Anyway, so let's talk about it real quick because we have a perfect moment right there to talk about it. Number one, very glad to hear that that's actually going on. But number two, let's talk about this missingkids.org if you ever wonder what happens after you hear about an amber alert when your phone goes off like crazy or you want to know what's going on with missing or exploited kids go to missingkids.org it's stuff like this right there that helps out significantly so jump on it get to it do some different things always some fun stuff as we're able to see something like that happen 179 arrests were made i have a slew of charges 45 recovered and they said 76 missing exploited children cases were cleared. Always important stuff to hear about when that actually goes on. So good, good, good. Let's continue real quick. Talk about some other things going on. A Las Vegas man. Oh, thank you, Mr. Consultant. Thank you. Um, a Las Vegas man is dead after hanging out a minivan window and striking a woman on a bike who also died. Officers who who called the act completely stupidity and scentless said that the van drove up to the woman in the bike lane and then hit her with his hand by knocking her to the ground. Then the man fell out of the van, rolled some 150 feet, and then struck his head against the lamppost. The driver of the minivan is wanted for murder. What the hell is going on, my friends? So, lady dies by hitting by being hit by a van, and then this dude falls out of the car and dies. And the get the guy that's driving, boom. So, what do you think that he was trying to do? I mean, what's the point here? Such a weird story of what's going on. And I mean, I can always take a look at some different things and talk about those and go, wow, what the hell is going on? But on spectacular planning, I talk about it all the time. It's definitely what you need to talk about because you can't plan. You have to plan for the on the on planned. It's really what it boils down to. Yeah, you're correct there, sir. Instant karma. I agree. So I don't know. A lot of weird stuff going on inside of the world of the news, but you already know that. I know that. Let's talk a little bit more about it 
on the other side of the equation because that's going to be the next thing. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Yeah, little devil sway, re ugly here with I'm Not That Girl here exclusively on the Rated R Safety Show, just in case you were wondering. Anyways, I always like when you know when you get to hear some weird random stuff, that's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world real quick. Let's talk about it real quick. As we continue to hope for the effective COVID-19 vaccine, a new study has found there may be a slow spread right there in your medicine cabinet. Yeah, you heard me correctly. They're not what you want to hear. Researchers from Penn State College of medicine say that mouthwash and nasal rinses can deactivate the coronavirus. We talked about this a moment ago, including SARS, COVID-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. The group tested various products, including baby shampoo, neti pot, peroxide, sore mouth cleansers, and mouthwash, seeing that each would lower the viral load of the coronavirus strains in patients mouth uh, in patients mouthwash ga- gaggling products were found to leave about a 99.9% of the coronavirus inactive in about 30 seconds a 1% of shampoos solutions also deactivated more than 99.9% of the coronavirus after 2 minutes researchers say that doctors who regularly have contact with infected patients often use baby shampoos to rinse and out their sinuses but as we talked about a moment ago that might not be accurate based on data set so i want to make sure that not we cover the story once but we cover it twice because it's that important this is definitely not as smooth as tennessee whiskey had to throw that in there. So think about it. Yes, there are certain things, products that say X, Y, and Z. There is also certain products that don't work exactly like they say. Not picking on these particular products, but come on. What show was it? There was some evangelist that was on TV a few months ago that had the coronavirus healing water. And you drank this stuff and supposedly it healed you from coronavirus or COVID or SARS, but they were not allowed to put the newest number on there because on how that particular version worked, the new one was not numbered yet. So that's something to think about as we talk about it. Let's continue down the path here. NASA promised that they would let us know exciting new discovery this week. And they have, I guess they announced two new studies that they may have found water on there on the moon. So if I would talked about this Monday, I briefly talked about it yesterday. I want to talk about it again today. It is believed that it can be used as during the upcoming missions. The new research indicates that water is present on the sunlit surface of the moon rather than near the South pole. We're talking about 12 ounces, 12 ounces of water. And I keep on seeing this as a major news story. Can someone explain? We are talking about the whole circumference of the moon here in 12 ounces of water. Can you explain, you know, what's the big appeal here? Because that's what I would like to know. 
That's something I'm still trying to understand. But what do I know? I'm just a guy here, just talking. Anyways, dream job alert. Here you go. A London, UK law firm is looking for a dog walker to take care of a small pup. And they will pay successful applicants up to $39,000 a year. Yeah, you heard me. If you are tempted to apply, here are the details. Law firm Joseph Hag Arison says that they are looking for the right candidate. It must be highly organized, good with pets, down to earth, but professional and have experience taking care of dogs. Besides walking, besides walking, the job will also require the right person to run errands around London. The listing says that they are looking for a private assistant dog walker who is looking for a predominantly non-desk role to report to one of the members of the senior leadership. Besides getting to spend all day with the gorgeous dog, the job includes perks like company pension, life insurance, private medical insurance. What kind of dog is it? They don't say. What a pity. Well, so now one question. Is this the job that I can do from home? This is the perfect <laughs> for someone who's, whose dog, it's um, all day kind of work anyways. So there you go. And I thought for sure a law firm would have a pet shark, not a pet dog. That's something to think about as we do talk about it here. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about the different things. So you know that we are living inside of this world of Zoom, and of course we have to give you some kind of sarcasm from time to time, or if not, I just don't feel like I'm doing the right show anymore. So let's talk about the stereotypical Zoom characters. These are the type of people you likely come face-to-face with on every call. So let's go through them very slowly. The Lurker. Refuses to turn on the camera even when everyone else on the call is visible. Sounds like someone overslept and the alarm didn't have the time, you know, didn't have time to get ready or get dressed. Then there's the next one. The pirate. Constantly hijacks the meeting and steers it off topic. Not exclusive to Zoom meetings, but also when you meet the person in, <laughs> the person, in person. And then, of course, the other portion there is they're also known as donuts sometimes. Another one inside of it, the narcissist won't stop staring at themselves on the screen, not only shows up in the meeting dress to the nines, but they keep adjusting their collar, their hair, making faces at themselves. And yes, still no one looks at them. (laughs) Still no one looks at them while they're on Zoom. Yeah, you know that person. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And then the Joker, way too many jokes. One or two are fine, but this isn't a stand-up comedian that's trying to do this stuff. They think that this is the time that they're actually testing out for a role for America's next great comic. That's what ends up taking place there. That's what happens. Especially if they aren't funny. It normally makes it kind of a shitty scenario, that's for sure. Anyways, then you have the baker always popping popping something in and out of the out of the oven during the meeting and showing off what they're baking. Look at these babies. Aren't these great? Where are the skills before the pandemic? When did the trees come? Could they start sharing them in the office? You know, why did they do that shit before? Maybe that's another thing. And then, of course, you have the one, the only, the chaos creator. Serious household distractions going on. Maybe the kids are, you know, practicing their music instruments. Maybe the dog is sick. Maybe there is another Zoom meeting going on and sat in the same room. Maybe this person is the only one at the meeting to have to take a break. You know, the one that's like, oh, I'll be right back. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put the, put the screen up. 
And don't get me wrong, I know that life does happen, but man, you know that some of those people are out there right away where all this stuff is taking place. Always kind of fun taking a look at those assholes as that does happen. So here we go. Let's talk about it real quick. Did you know the most Googled phobia of the year is fear of other people? According to researchers who attribute to the trend of COVID-19 pandemic, antro, what is it? Antropophobia. Made up 22% of all fears searched in the U.S. in 2020, five times the numbers that it was last year, according to Psych News Daily. However, New York most search fear is fallopia, the fear of of falling in love, of falling in love or intimacy. California nomophobia. That's the fear of not having a cell phone. So there you go. I I mean I will tell you I know a lot of people. With the nobophobia stuff, for sure. And then, of course, the philophobia. Well, luckily, I haven't ran into a lot of people with that shit. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Well, some good news for Blake Shelton, some bad news for some other people, depending on how you look at it, or some good news for, for Gwen Stefani, and some bad news for some people that like Blake Shelton. Here we go. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are engaged. The couple made their announcement on Instagram on Tuesday with a photo of the pair kissing and Stephanie showing off her new bling bling. The pair have been dating for about five years, so congratulations to them and moving forward into the next step of their relationship. There you go. Uh, let's see. We're in the swampland. Once again, we're inside of that area. The former CEO of one of, uh, let me see. Nah, I'm not going to share anything. Donnie and Joseph are actually battling it out next Tuesday. Just in case you didn't know, if you want to vote for Donnie, vote for Donnie. If you want to vote for Joseph, vote for Joseph. And that's all I got to share about what's going on inside of the swamp. Uh, maybe I'll say this one. Maybe I'll say this one. Let, let me take a look. Melania Trump is on the campaign trail. For the first time, the first lady has kept virtually non-existent profile this election cycle. But she did give a 15-minute speech on Tuesday in Pennsylvania, pulling no punches. She called Joe, Joe Biden a socialist, a hypocrite, and denouncing President Trump in handling of the pandemic. So there you go. That's what happened there. Uh, executives from Facebook, Twitter, and Google are expected to appear before the Senate co- um, Commerce Committee today. And the hearing will result in recent censorship of the platform, part- uh, particularly related to news implicating Joe Biden and his son, um, Hunter Biden, in the international money laundering and pay-for-play schemes. So there you go. That's some stuff right there. Of course, that, once again, is bringing it to you exclusively from the swamp, which I hate talking about. Anyways, let's move forward. Let's talk about the lottery because, you know, we have to talk about that because we do it so frequently. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for a $116 million jackpot or an $89.5 million cash payout. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there if you're interested in playing that kind of thing. Anyways, let's talk about it. Netflix is in developing an Assassin's Creed series based on the international best-selling video game franchise. The game first launched in 2007 has sold one more than 155 million games worldwide and was adapted as a feature with a 2016 Assassin's Creed starring some good dude that I can't remember the name. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of there. Let's talk about some other stuff coming up real quick. Real quick, real quick. 
Um, Let's talk about what is going on in the world of sports. Trick-or-treaters better not skip Patrick Mahomes' house this Halloween. The Chiefs quarterback revealed in a recent interview that he plans to give out full-size candy bars this weekend. While he won't be home to pass the treats, he said that they will make sure that they have the goods on his front porch. So there you go. If you're looking out for the big bars, there you go. They'll be readily available right there. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date, because I think it's important that we do. So I'm going to do this right now because I don't want to skip it, and I have a bad habit of doing this. Back in on this date in 1922, yeah, 1922, the first nationwide radio broadcast of college football game is broadcast on the radio. Princeton and the University of Chicago squared off at Stag Field in Chicago, Princeton won. Listeners heard the reenacted broadcast based on reporting of reporters at the stadium who was wiring the event. The first live broadcast with announcers in, of a game was back in 1924 when Michigan and Wisconsin went head-to-head at Ferry Field. So there you go. little interesting stuff right there going on for sure. Um, so what do you think about that? I mean, 100 years almost gone by with this stuff. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts for today because that's important. We need to always talk about them. The So here you go. Wacky facts for Wacky Wednesday. Here we go. The word taxi is spelled the same in English, German, French, Swedish, and Portuguese. Did you know that? Now you know. The revenue generated from gambling is more than combined revenue from movies, cruise ships, recorded music, theme parks, and spectator sports all combined water makes different pouring sounds depending on its temperature something for you to try out later on it is illegal to purchase and consume jack daniels whiskey in the town in which it is produced yep talk about some tennessee whiskey now for sure my friends can it be a little smooth for you according to the u.s fda standards one cup of orange juice is allowed to contain 10 fruit fly eggs, but only two maggots. Now tell me that you did not know that the FDA allows there to be X amount of bugs and all that kind of weird crap, rodent crap, and so on inside of food. If you didn't know that, I got some stuff for you that you might want to hear, my friends. Here we go. A little bit, a little bit of interesting things there for sure. Let's talk about some other stuff because I think it's time to do that. It's t- so let's see if we, we were going to have this year, <laughs> maybe some slogans that were being used by presidential zombies. Maybe it, w- it would sound something like this. It's time for a flesh start for eating people. Let's put a little evil in the oval. Read my lips before they fall off. No new axes. I'm running for president very slowly. Take a bite out of crime and you. Make America taste great again. The only thing we have to fear is zombies. Say no to drugs and yes to brains. And you thought the last four years were a horror show. And last but not least, brains. Oops. 
What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's give it to you from the very top. Some of the stuff going on inside of the world of the BS world, the BS movement. Let's talk about that. Once again, this year, Krispy Kreme is handing out free donuts to those who come dressed in a Halloween costume. Man, there's no better way to kick off a heart disease season. There you go. <laughs> because of a, the double whammy of COVID and the flu season, some of our calling this year the year of the flu. That's boring. I would have called it Flutopia, Flunamia, Flu, flu, flu Lapalooza. I don't know. Something creative, of course. And then, of course, let's continue. Bill Gates is 65 today. He has... He has having a nice party with the cake, drinks, and pinned the tail on the donkey. He borrowed a blindfold from his hair list. Caitlyn Jenner is 71 today. She's known as the only person as Jenner Kardashian clan that actually accomplished something before becoming famous. Oh, and then Lizzie Lohan joined the Mean Girls cast for a brief reunion. To what put another way, the Mean Girls cast were visited by the ghost train wreck of the future. There you go. Enjoy that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so I've already kind of let this cat out of the bag, so let's talk a little bit more here about some other things going on. Uh, let's talk about some birthdays that are happening today. Cody Shane, rapper, turns 22. Jack Eckel turns 24. Frank Ocean, 33. Matt Smith turns 38 today. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, that guy. You know, the Joker dude, 46. Wow, we are not that far apart in age. Damn it, you got to do some cool stuff, my friend. Uh, Brad Paisley turns 48. Julia Roberts, 53. Man, she looks good for 53. She looks good, period. Ignore the 53 part. Um, Bill Gates turns 65. Amy Potts. 68, and then Caitlyn Jenner turned 71. Also, Curtis Lee's birthday would have been today. He was born back in 1941, died in 2015, just in case you did not know that. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about some important things inside of life. You know, stuff like this, which is always important. So let's talk about it. If you are struggling with mental health issues currently or having signs of depression or having contemplating or contemplating suicidal thoughts, there's a phone number that you can call. Talk to some of my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline can be reached at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just in case you're running into any kind of issues, you can talk to them. They are readily available for you. If you don't feel comfortable talking to them and you want to do the texting, messaging thing, so on, they cannot take text messages currently on that phone number. But there is a solution to that. You can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org and pick up some information there by texting it over and then of course last but not least if you don't want to talk to anybody you just want to read some resources get some other stuff you can go to to write love on her arms t-w-l-o-h-a.com they have a plethora of resources readily available for you for you to cover some information talk to them and really go over some different things all together if you're interested in doing so. Remember, that's to write love on our arms, T-W-L-O-H-A.com, or you can talk to the people at suicidepreventionlifeline.org by calling the simple number of 1-800-273-TALK or using the messenger service 
if you're desiring to do so. Anyway, so let's talk about it tomorrow, noontime. I will not be here, so let's just be very clear. Tomorrow, we will have an early edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Reason behind this is because my friend, my buddy, my colleague, my partner in crime, Linda Martin, will be hosting an event between 11 a.m. to I think one is what the time frame is. Could go under, could go a little over, thinking that it's going to go under based on what she's telling me. But you can actually pick up a ticket to this live streaming event if you're interested in doing so. You can go to safetyfm.io for more information. So that's safetyfm.io. So that will be the live stream tomorrow between 11 to 1. So I will not be here. Just want to make sure that I am clear. And, of course, the blackout picture, just in case you don't know, that's me. So I will be there. I, I don't think that was a picture of me with hair, just in case if that's going to be the other question coming up. So if you want to come hang out tomorrow, 11 o'clock, two, one, give or take time frame there. Then the other thing was that she was referencing, and I will use her words, if you can't watch it in real time, it'll be taped. Yeah, I said taped, just in case, but we really do mean digitally recorded, so you can have access to the system and take a look at exactly what's going on. For more information, go to safetyfm.io. I think $10 gets you into the event, um, and then the other portion there is that if you buy the ticket before the event actually occur, um, starts, they're going to put you into a raffle for a Safety Struggles hoodie just in case we are interested in doing so. I'm sure that it's going to be a very interesting event. Anything that Linda normally does is pretty interesting. So hope to see you there tomorrow. We can come hang out and do some other stuff. Um, that's for sure. Anyway, so a lot of interesting things going on across the world of ours, as you fully are aware. Um, I always tell people, let's talk a little bit about some serious stuff because we tend to joke, hang out, do some other things. We are still building into our community of paying it forward. If you're interested in actually coming out and partaking of some of the information that's there, you can go to Learning Hub. What is it? LearningHubCommunities.com is what I believe that it is. Um, if not, just come to my page. Just come to safetyfm.com. I can show you exactly how to get there. Um, it's under the pay it forward section. We can get you moving and grooving and get you over there, and you can become part of the community, take some of the resources that are there, or even provide some of the resources that are readily available if you're interested in doing so. So a lot of interesting stuff going on there. The other thing, there's been a lot of conversation that we've been having behind the scenes. Oh, I don't know if I should move forward. But we have something special coming up relatively soon. We're going to be talking about it starting next week. So once I will tell you, I will talk to you a little bit more about it a week from today. So that's not the teaser and torture, but I think it'll be something that you might be slightly interested in. We'll start talking a little bit more about it, referencing on what's going on and moving forward and all that kind of fun stuff. But I want to get out. I want to get out of the time. I want to get out of Halloween, the time change and the election. And we'll talk about it Wednesday. I we'll talk about it Wednesday if everything's everything's cool and cope aesthetic. Also, 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 I'll reference this now. Thursday and Friday of next week. Thursday and Friday of next week. I'm looking for that special someone. Yes, you know that special someone to take the reins for me for those two days if they're interested in doing so. People never. People always say that I never ask out loud, so there's my ask. If you're interested in coming in hosting the show, you could even do it from your place if you want to do it. If you can't make it into the studio, and that's perfectly fine, would love for you to host the Rated R Safety Show. Uh, there are some potential issues that I might not be here Thursday or Friday of next week, but I don't know yet, so just wanted to make sure that we're clear. Um, 
got some other things that I have going on that I need to take care of. Uh, but that's always kind of the, the interesting side of the world that you probably don't care about. But hopefully we can get somebody interesting in and take over. I'm always looking for somebody to take over this thing. Anyways, so that's what we have going on. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. You know that you are. I always try to tell you, make sure that you fully are fully aware of that. You have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We've been coming to you live on safetyfm.com, home of real safety talk. So there you go. I'm down. Let me do it. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. You are a Facebook user, whatever that means. Why is it that only software and drugs are always referenced their their customers as users? Have you ever thought about that? Isn't that kind of weird? Never thought about it that way. But thank you, Facebook user. Let me know, and I we can move forward from there. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. But I think you already know that because we talk about it all the time. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.